Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we're on, man, really excited about this one. Coach Tony Hull is with us. Uh, truly grateful to have him on. Great guy doing some great things. And so first, I just want to say, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. But thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I, I love what you're doing. I love, you know, your podcast. Um, I just became a recent fan. So I appreciate you having me on. It's a blessing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's dive into it. I know off air, you know, we talked a little bit about your, your background, your upbringing, uh, you know, some of those things, your journey. But if you don't mind sharing with the audience, you know, about who you who you are and what it is you do. Uh, so my name is Coach Tony Hall. Um, I am the running backs coach at the University of Louisiana Monroe. I coach football um, at UL Monroe. Uh, a bit about who I am. I'm from New Orleans. Uh, born and raised through and through. There's no other state in this world that's better than the state of Louisiana. Right? I'm a I'm a Louisiana boy. I think I think it's the greatest state that God ever created. You know what I mean? So that's that's where I'm from. And um, I went to Sarah T. Reed High School in New Orleans, Louisiana, which was uh, inner city school. Uh, I graduated from there, number three in my class, and I. Went on to play ball at UL Lafayette uh, on the four, for four years. Um, I got an a engineering degree from there. Uh, and I went on after that to work for a company named Northrop Grumman uh, out in El Segundo, California, a suburb of L.A. Uh, we built the F-18 fighter jets. Um, so I worked there for, for a little while. And I was blessed. I was blessed to come home and be able to work for uh, Lockheed Martin, the subcontractor of NASA. So we built, we worked for NASA and built the external fuel tank, that big orange tank. And you remember the old school shuttle? Mm-hmm. The big orange, you know? yep. We built that from, from womb to tomb, I like to call it. I like to say <laughs> uh, it was manufactured at our plant. Uh, I worked there uh, for a while and then Hurricane Katrina happened. Um, and then for a while we were shut down, so I decided to go and work for the Army Corps Engineers and help with the cleanup of Hurricane Katrina in the waters of my hometown. Worked there for a couple months until the plant for NASA opened back up, and then I started. I worked back there, and while while working for NASA, I volunteered, coached at my old high school. I coached at Mandeville High School. And then I was blessed to have an opportunity to go on and uh, become the head coach at Warren Eastern High School, which was the oldest public high school in the state of Louisiana. Um, it was a school not known for athletics, to say the least. <laughs> uh, however, in a couple of years, we got that thing turned around um, and we became a USA Today top 25 program. Um, 
So turn that thing around, had some great one of the things I love the most about what we did at Warren Easton, we probably placed on approximately 42 to 50 kids um, on athletic scholarship in football, in Division I football, throughout the years I was there. The one thing I'm most proud of there is we had a 100% graduation rate. Every football player uh, graduated from high school. Um, and that's something I think that's my greatest record of all time as a coach. <laughs> that's what I called it. So uh, after that, I went on. I was blessed uh, to make an unheard of jump from high school head coach to a power five division one job. I was the associate head coach at the University of Kansas for four years, um, three years with David Beatty, one year with Les Miles. Um, and then I decided to to make a jump. Um, and I became the co-offensive coordinator at the University of Hawaii for a year. Um, it was during COVID. Um, and some other situations and circumstances didn't line up to my belief value. So I decided to take the job where I'm at now, at the University of Louisiana Monroe, coaching running backs. Well, <clears throat> you know, just hearing you talk about your journey, I think one word that comes to mind for me is uh, Wow. <laughs> hey, man okay maybe that's two words <laughs> my bad uh, but, but so good coach um it's it's great when um we can just put the work in and put the work in the right way with pure hearted and good intentions it's always a blessing when we can see that come back to us uh, in a manner of first off, you know, having, you know, producing positive products, like you said, with the graduation rate and, and all of that stuff, but then also via opportunities, uh, because opportunities bring opportunities, right? Yes, sir. And, and people are not going to give you opportunities like you've been blessed to have if you haven't put the work in and done the right things to be able to to be in those shoes. So, man, yes, I think sir. it's awesome, Coach. Yes, sir. I tell you what, I, if, if we were talking about this earlier before we got on, I I am truly blessed, right? Yeah. I am blessed because, you know, you hear, well, a lot of now today, like kids don't have father figures in their lives. and Some kids have one father figure. I grew up with three. Like I had three father figures. And we were talking about this earlier. My dad, you know, uh, first of all, my papa, which everybody calls him their grandfather, right? And in Southern Louisiana, we call him my papa. My papa was born in the 20s. My dad, it was a little weird, but my dad grew up, I was born in the 30s. And my high school head coach was born, also born in the 30s. And all three of these gentlemen helped raise, and they raised me hard. It was hard. You know, I like I said earlier, man, I never heard good job. I never heard I love you because they wanted to push me and push me and push me because they always told me nothing is ever going to be given to you. You have to earn everything you get. And they pushed me. And, man, now that I think about it, I was, I, you know, some people think, you know, that's not the proper way to raise a kid. I think it was a blessing to me because if I was not raised that way, I would have not achieved what I have achieved so far, and I probably would have given up by now. 
But being raised that way taught me to just persevere, push through, keep striving to get better, keep working. You know, if you if if if, if a man is working eight hours, you got to work ten hours. You know, I just that's just been ingrained in me since I was a young boy, and I'm I'm blessed to have learned that lesson. And when I get tired, when I get frustrated, when I get mad, when I when I when I think that you know what, it's better just to give up. I just go back to those thoughts and those lessons. And I just continue to push. I love it, man. You know, I think a couple things come up for me. I think the first is, uh, you know, when you're in that situation, you're going to get this discipline. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you, like you're going to be disciplined, right? <laughs> but, but I think uh, discipline allows us the freedom to be happy, right? And so when we can have that discipline in our life, it puts us in positions to be able to, now I can control my destiny because I put the discipline in, to do yes, that, I put the work in, and I, and I think that uh, <clears throat> that's a direct correlation to the work that you put in. There's a there's, there's seasons for everything, you know. As a coach, there's a season, you know, preseason, obviously, you know, there's a season for everything. But in that first season, you have to develop the foundation of discipline. You, you know, you say that, and it's it it makes me go back to a story, right? So when I was the head coach at Fort Easton High School. Uh, I used to, I used to actually, during the season, I used to sleep at the school because the house out where I was living at was like 35, 40 minutes away, right? So I would get to work at 7 a.m., you know, teach, go to practice. By the time the last kid, I didn't leave until the last kid was had left the premises and was on the way home. So you're talking 7, 7.30 at night, right? So if I take this 45, 35, 40-minute drive, right, uh, I'd rather stay here. So what I used to do after everybody had left, I called that my professional development time, right? For me as a person, not not coach hall, not the teacher, not working on lesson plans and coming up, none of that. Nope. It was development for me, right? Professional development. So I would get on the Rivals website and I would look at all the kids and on Rivals and I would pull their name and I would look at their huddle. And I would sit there and I would evaluate each player, right? I, everybody on the list, from the five stars down to the no stars, right? And I did that for years, just preparing for an opportunity, like hoping that opportunity came. Well, when the University of Kansas came calling and I interviewed with them, they was like, hey, we have one more thing we want you to do before you, before you leave. I'm like, sure. We'll give you two athletes and we want you to evaluate I was like, come on, this is, <laughs> I've never, I've never heard of that before. I've never, I, and all of the uh, research I've done on, on interviews at the collegiate level, I've never heard of that. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I, I did the, the eval on the two running backs and the, uh, Coach Beatty came to me. He was like, Tony, he was like, what did you learn to do this? Like, what did I learn to do what? He was like, evaluate. I was like, uh, at this point, I'm thinking I messed up, right? <laughs> I go, uh, I taught myself. He goes, really? I was like, look, coach, if I did something wrong, just kind of, you know, critique me. Let me. He was like, no, Tony, this is the most thorough, impressive evaluation I've ever seen. And it, and I would, I just, man, inside, I just smiled from yeah. ear to ear. <laughs> but it goes back to what you're talking about—the discipline and the preparation, because. You know, if I would have not done that, 
I don't know if I would have been able to produce at that level at that given time. Yes, sir. Man, that is good stuff. It's, it's, it's always great when um, what you, the work that you've put in can be used. And like how you was talking about, you know, with, with your, you know, your, your dad and, you know, your, your papa and, uh, and your coach, you know, all of those things, all of the stuff that you put into it, those are transferable skills. Yes. And you can take any of those skills and use those and like pick something, career, relationship, family. I mean, pick something, you know, like you can take it don't matter. You know, you can take all of those things and apply it to that and it'll help you go higher and be successful because you're able to learn from those transferable skills. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 And that's just. That's nothing I came up with on my own. That's something I learned yeah. from them. And I, like I say, it's a blessing to be able yes, to sir. have that type of skill set. And, you know, I just, that's one of the things I try to instill in my boys as much as I can. Like, you know, we, you know, when I was in the high school ranks, I was a head coach. So I could instill it in a hundred and something kids, right? But yeah. now at the collegiate level, I'm responsible for a grouping. You know, my message to them is we don't care what happens outside of these walls. We work we grind, we work, we grind, we work, we grind, and we let the results take care of themselves. We're a process-focused group. We don't care about results. Results are byproducts of the process, you know, and, and that's one of the things I sell to them all the time, and that's one of the things that I think whatever group I touch brings to the table, they are process-driven. Um, and they don't really focus on the results. I love that, Coach. So, you know, just hearing you talk about your journey, uh, hearing you talk about, you know, the great things that you've been blessed and fortunate to achieve and do and see and be, <laughs> uh, you know, I would consider that to be hugely successful. So let's hit on success. What is your definition of success? My definition of success is uh, – Taking the cards, quote unquote, that you're dealt, not complaining about it, not not crying about it, and playing them to the best of your ability. I think if you can do that in every aspect of your life, right? Don't cry about the situations or circumstances. Every situation has bad and good situations and circumstances. But using those ingredients, right, and using it to produce the best that you could possibly do. And if you do that, I think you're successful. Man, that is so good, Coach. And it's, and it's, it's so true um, because, like, there's a lot of times in our life there are some things that we're going to be involved in, the situations we're going to be around – we have no control of that. Yes. Yes. You know, and so the hand that we're given, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yep. we have no control of that. And so yep. well, sir. what we do have control of is, hey, bro, how you going to play them cards? How you going to yep. play that hand? Yep. And so yep. I love how you talked about uh, <clears throat> process driven, because now when you focus all your energy on, okay, how am I going to play my cards? <clears throat> All of the other stuff that's noise or distractions or uh -huh. excuses, 
or <laughs> you know all of that stuff it's crazy how you get that focused tunnel vision and all of that stuff just goes away right 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 yeah just a quick story about playing the cards you dealt right when i was in engineering i wanted to coach collegially automatically i just wanted to jump into college football and well, I remember Tulane University had just hired a head coach. We're going to leave him nameless. Remain mm-hmm. nameless, right? From, he's from out of California. He's no longer coaching. So I was like, oh, they got this new head coach. I want to drive. I left my took off the rest of the day, my job from NASA. I want to drive the Tulane's campus. I'm going to personally handle my resume. Like, of course he's going to hire me. Like, I, I'm, I'm an engineer, right? So <laughs> I get there. It just so happened he's in the front office. And he's talking to the secretary. I'm like, man, look at God. This is perfect. I'm Come good on. to go. So I hand him my resume. I tell him, you know, I'm, I would love to join the staff. And I also tell him, I say, look, coach, I have a nest age saved up. I will work for free. I will work for yeah. you for free if you just allow me the opportunity. As I'm walking out, the guy, I hear him balling up my resume. And I turn around. He's throwing it in the trash. So I said, all right, Tony Hall. So one of those talks you have with yourself, what are you going to do? Are you going to complain? Are you going to talk about not being able to get an opportunity? And I thought to myself, you know what I'm going to do? I, I don't have a network full of coaches to network with. I'm going to bring the network to me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to build a program so big and so good, it's going to force every college coach in the country to have to come and talk to me because they're going to want my players. And that's what I did. You know, I didn't complain about the guy at Tulane not hiring me. I didn't complain about not having a network. I decided to, all right, these are the cards I'm dealt. Here's how I'm going to play. And I, and I was blessed to be able to uh, play those cards pretty good. And, you know, that's, um, that warms my heart to hear that story. Uh, coach, because, you know, I don't care who you are. Uh, I don't care where you're from. I don't care. Like, none of us are immune from growing through tough things. Yep. You know, yep. yep. And I said growing, not going. None of us are immune from growing through uh, tough things. And so we yep. have to learn that despite anything that comes our way, like we are in, like, you're in control of your destiny. Yes, sir. The only person that can limit you is is, is you, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and and I love how like like those things like it's always going to be people that, that can kind of crush you. Like you said, man, that I hate to hear that, like just crush you. But man, that bounce back, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. That, uh, hey, oh, yes. hey, hey, oh, that, yeah. that bounce back, man, it gives you that drive that just. Like, I mean, it just gives you that hunger. Oh, I got, okay. All right. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And I, I tell you, it, it becomes, it becomes contagious, right? Ooh. So when you persevere through that first situation. Yes. And you have success. You're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see it works. So when that next opportunity come, right? That, that, that pushing through is going to be just a little bit harder. Yeah. So you push just a little bit. And then you have success and you're like, okay. And the more success you have with it, it becomes contagious for you, but it also becomes contagious for the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the beauty of 
perseverance. Yes, sir. Right? It, it's infectious. That's the that's the, why do you think successful people want to hang around other successful people? Because it's contagious, right? Um, and that's why I try to do what I do because it's not just for me. Like I'm trying to pass this on to my daughters, I'm trying to pass this on to my wife, I'm trying to pass this on to my players, I'm trying to pass this on to my administration, I'm trying to pass this on to the university I'm affected. Like I want this to become contagious. At Warren Easton, it's one of the top performing academic schools in the city of New Orleans, right? Now it was back in the this was when they had you had an application process. You had to turn in the application. And, you know, it was a lottery and all those things. Well, when we got going, when, when we had it successful, it was already one of the top uh, receiving applications in the city. We quadrupled the amount of applications the school were receiving once we started becoming successful. Again, people want to be a part of something. They want to be a part of success. It becomes contagious. I love it, Coach. And, and 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 reps make you better, just yep. like weights. Yeah, the more you to do it, the the stronger you get at doing it. You know? Yes, sir. <laughs> Develop those muscles and like yes, sir. cats, like you tell them. Then you start looking in the mirror. <laughs> you know, like yep. man, get out the yep. mirror, man. <laughs> <laughs> but they hate doing it, and it hurts yeah. when they're doing yeah. it, right? Uh, 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 that's it. And but then as you do it more, you learn it. Hey, the obstacle is the way. And so you get a pride about that process, like you talked about. Like, okay, what you going to throw at me now? Come on, sucker. <laughs> you know, I'll hit you in the mouth. Come on. <laughs> Let's I go. Tell my kids, I tell my kids all the time, growth hurts. Yes. So if you're going through pain, if you're going through struggle, you're actually growing. Yes. So embrace it. Like, embrace it. And it's hard. You know, we sit here and talk. It's hard for us when we have to endure something and go through something now. But just understand the processes was and was happening, and it allowed and it helps you to endure endure those things. I love it. Well, Coach, um, before we get off, uh, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love. Well, you can follow me on uh, Instagram or Twitter or uh, my my. Hashtag is Coach Tony, T-O-N-Y, whole, H-U-L-L, on both of those uh, platforms. Uh, Facebook is Tony Hole. Um, and you can reach me on LinkedIn at uh, Tony Hole. Uh, either one of those platforms I'm on, you can reach out. and I'm here for anybody who, who, who needs me uh, in whatever way. Coach, again, I just want to say, uh, thanks so much for taking the time to, to interview with the Success Chronicles. I truly appreciate it, and I wish you continued success. Thank you. Thank you. And I wish you the same success. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. Thank you, Coach. And thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.